This is When Spirit Calls, and you on your journey are in the right place. This show is about magic, miracles, and meaning shared through stories, interviews, and channeled messages. We have so much to share about who you are and your divine mission here on the earth. Let's get to it. When Spirit Calls is right now. going to have so much fun today on When Spirit Calls, and I am going to introduce you to our special guest today, Rosalind Fung. Rosalind is a former psychologist turned Akashic business coach specializing in visibility, client attraction, and soulful selling. She is a speaker, a three times international bestselling author, mastermind, and workshop facilitator on the topics of leadership, self-love, mastering your energy, money mindset, and attraction marketing. Rosalind has been featured in Huffington Post, CBC Radio, Fox News, and has spoken for the Fearless Women Summit, and this women means business, as well as Harvard University. As a former psychologist of over 10 years and a second degree black belt in karate, a Reiki master, a divine compassion multidimensional healer and shamanic practitioner, Rosalind catalyzes you to get out of your own way, boldly and unapologetically get visible and sell their transformation for soul impact and soul income. Please help me to welcome the lovely Rosalind today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of When Spirit Calls. We have the lovely Rosalind, as you've just learned about in her bio. Hi, Rosalind. Hi, love. I'm so excited to be here with you today. (laughs) I'm happy about it, too. And, you know, a little secret, everybody who's listening, Rosalind and I just opened up the Akashic Records so that we're in the space of the Akash for the entire experience. So, Let's see what happens. <laughs> this could be troubled. Yeah, this could be really good <laughs> trouble. <laughs> really good trouble, though. Really good trouble. Yeah, of course. Oh, Makes it juicier. Oh, man. It's, it, this is going to be fun. So, you know, before we even got on the call, you know, we've used up some of our interview time because we were chatting before. And it's so interesting, you know, some of the things that were coming up for us were, you know, a lot around this you know, what we expect of ourselves, what other people expect from us, maybe even a little bit of our desire to make sure that everyone is happy. And I think that'll be a thread for us as we carry on our conversation. But I know, Rosalind, I've known you for a number of years now, you're not just a colleague, you're a friend of mine. And I want to speak about, you know, your journey in coming into your spirituality as it related to business, because when I met you, it was like business, business, business. <laughs> Predominantly, yes. And you were great at it and you were exceptional in that space. Um, but it was also very much um, rooted as well in this healing kind of, you know, mm-hmm. space, but in a bit of a different way. And I really want people to understand your journey because you, like me and letting go of the company I had started, Your Holistic Earth, a number of years ago, you had to let go of something pretty big. And so Mm -hmm. I want you to bring people on a bit of a journey to explain the work you used to do, how it came to this, how you shifted even into business, and then how you shifted into this spiritual business. 
So can you fill people in on kind of what that path looked like? Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm like, you might not get a word in Dia. (laughs) So let's go back to, um, you and I met when I was still a psychologist. So that was my previous uh, career. I was a psychologist in private practice for 11 years. And um, I specialized in food and body image. So long story short, I became the first psychologist in my province to create an online program, which was a lot of red tape um, and a bit of a badass and trailblazer. So I figured it out legally and ethically. But my spiritual story, we're actually going to rewind this a little bit. And we're going to um, the year 2012. Uh, I think I've only told this story once on my own TV show, um, Activate Your Soulgasmic Business, and then perhaps once on a Facebook Live. So I haven't told this story. So I'm really excited in, in more expansive ways. So thanks for this, Dee. Um, so I'm on Matt Lee, the tail end of it with my now 10-year-old son. Everest. And um, we were at, so my private practice was at, uh, in a heritage home and uh, in Edmonton and it's called Aspirations. And there's a lot of spirits there, like good spirits. And so Lynn, who is the owner, wanted to have a psychic part. Now at this time, just to put things in context, I am not spiritual. Like I'm, I'm (laughs) like, I'm freaking out. I grew up freaking out uh, around like the idea of ghosts. And I couldn't even go into those haunted houses at the carnivals. Like I would freak out. I remember one time my husband was somehow I like bought into the idea of going into one with him. I meant clinging onto him. He's trying to run away from me. Oh my God, Dee, <laughs> he was laughing so hard at him, trying not to cry. He's like, you're a black belt in karate. <laughs> like, this isn't real. And I was like terrified. I knew I was overreacting. And so at this point, I was about 30 years old and I had just seen my first psychic on my 30th birthday in August. So this would have been uh, winter 2020, uh, sorry, 2012. And and we had this psychic, there were a bunch of girlfriends over and these were acquaintances of mine. And they're people who um, were very opened and in their psychic abilities, they could see. And I remember, and remember, this is not my crowd yet. So I remember one lady saying, oh yeah, one time I was dating this guy and we went back to his place and the ghost made rice. And I'm like, what? And I started crying. Like I had knew this was an overreaction, but my body was so scared. Wow. Anyways, I was even too scared to see the psychic that night. And somehow I calmed the F down enough to be like, okay, I'll go and do that. And she couldn't quite answer why I was afraid. But fast forward later that week, my girlfriend, Andrea, came to visit me. And I barely even started into this uh this story that i just shared and she goes roz i see you trying to open the door and you're about like five and your parents are on the other side saying not until you calm down and as soon as she said that i had a flashback as if i was there and my whole body had this release Mm. and i was like oh my gosh i remember that and what happened and she's like well you saw an earthbound ghost And I immediately had a flashback remembering that as a child, there was this 
man and he looks human um who was like overweight had a plaid shirt on and trousers and he was yelling at us and i said i remember that but i don't remember what he was saying and she said oh um he was yelling at you guys to get out of his house because at the time my parents were renting we had just moved from calgary where i was yeah. born to edmonton and we were still waiting for the house i grew up in being built to be yeah. built and so we were in this rental and my parents, of course, couldn't see, so they think I'm having a meltdown, and they locks me in the room with the ghost. So I'm like, oh my god! So from that day on, Dee, I hired Andrea as my first healer. Um, she's a medicine woman, shamanic woman. She's indigenous. She's so beautiful, and I met her um, through a good friend since I was 19. So she was my very first a healer and teacher to help me open my intuition. And then shortly after that, I got uh, certified in Reiki with uh, Timmy Harbaugh. Mm. And that opened up more doors, but I was really connecting more with energy and my high self. Yeah. Still a psychologist at this point. Um, and, and then shortly after that, um, if we fast forward to, you know, becoming the first psychologist in Alberta creates an online program, more doors opened and then fast forward i i really wanted to start a self-love coaching business because i saw that women were reaching out that were not from my province and wanted to work with me but i couldn't mm -hmm. and so i hired a business coach and um she helped me start a self-love coaching business wow and so in that I really loved how I expanded even more. And at some point, I won't go into details because I often tell about this story, but I decided to retire as a psychologist and just go all in, which was not easy, of course. <laughs> like that transition is so hard. We, I mean, that could be another episode right there. But I went all in to my self-love coaching business. And at the time, I was really helping women entrepreneurs with their mindset, getting themselves out of their own way, stop self-sabotaging and really showing up. And that evolved over time into more supporting women to create their businesses because they saw what I had created for myself and through my mentorship with my own coaches, passing down the knowledge. I'm like, yeah, I could help you with this. And on the spiritual path, what came through next? Um, at this point, so we're talking, so this women like a good five and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, as my business grew, um, D, I felt like I was becoming more woke and lots of, we'll say, synchronicity started to happen in my life. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm meeting more people who are, are energy workers and now I'm serving energy workers and, and healers and light workers and coaches to help them attract their soulmate clients and monetize in their calling. And so one of my clients, because I hire my clients a lot, because of course I believe in their work, um, was Trish Bowie. And she is a multi-dimensional healer. And so I signed up to get certified in Karuna Reiki. And she has channeled um, a multi-dimensional healing system called Divine Compassion. And so I got certified in that as well. And then fast forward, you and I were Ali McKenzie's birthday in, was it 2019 or 2020? 20, no, it was, 2019. I, 
Yeah, it would have been 2019, I think. Yeah. Right. And so we were, I remember you and I had not seen each other in a while. And I'm like, what have you been up to? And you had just, I think, gave away your business, right? Your holistic earth. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? This is exciting. Like, what are you up to now? And you were telling me how spirit is guiding you. And I had just actually, right before that event at Ali's birthday, um, I had just found out I was a medium. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where I, we were, um, so you know what? No, I think it was, I think it was like COVID because we were getting together. We were outside. <laughs> we were outside. Yeah. <laughs> but I had, um, yeah, because we had to be outside. That's right. And so prior to that, I was at another event where we were doing some psychometry where you had to come and you had to like trade pictures and then guess what the other picture the person put in the envelope and i had started channeling whatever was on the picture but it wasn't the 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 picture was of not of the person in the picture it was a person's grandmother ah. and you could see a part of her arm had described her and then my friend was like roz you're a medium and i was like really wow <laughs> So then I was contemplating, should I open up my mediumship abilities? Because part of me is scared. And to be honest, I'm still, I'm not, not really yeah. feeling called to do it at this point in time. Um, and then you came in and you're like, I'm doing this Akashic. And I'm like, what is that? And so I was like, what the heck? Uh, let, let, let's just try this out, right? And um, Dee, I have to thank you. Like the Akashics, learning the Akashics, it's changed my life. It's opened up my spiritual abilities and my psychic abilities to that next level. Um, my healing abilities. I, I don't even, I can't even describe how grateful I am to you <laughs> and our spirit guides. Cause I was literally like, I don't know. I don't know. From then I was like, ah, whatever. Right. Like I was thinking it's just gonna be another course. I'll take Well, geez. <laughs> I am, you know, this fills <sighs> my heart so much in hearing this because this is a prime example of spirit calling us, you know, mm. the chances that I happen to stop by that event with my kids and into, yes. you know, I mean, especially cause that's like, that's a good hour away for me, uh, you know, and the kids were mm -hmm. being their typical kid self. And I was like, do yeah. I really want to go to this thing with these kids? Like, you know, <laughs> And I'm so glad we went because we were sitting on the grass and, you know, uh, we just started opening up and right away I could see something click inside you, you know, your eyes lit up as they do when you get inspired. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, let's see if we can work this out. And I'm so glad you took the course and I'm mm. so glad that it transformed you. And, oh my gosh. You know, so much. I thank you for thanking me and I received that fully, but really it is the divine hand that orchestrates mm -hmm. all of this to a certain degree with us co-creating it. So on some level, you wanted to create this upper level, this, this new state of consciousness for you so that you could also help other people. And oh, so I think level. it's so divine that that all orchestrated itself and, and that was ultimately created it's brilliant so it you know yes. now that you've got the akashic records you know tell me how that's changed and how that calls you mm, yeah so i don't do business without the akashic records like i let me just say my personal routine 
I wake up around six o'clock every morning. It's quiet because nobody else wakes up till about seven. And I open up the records and I just sit in my records and I might pull cards, but it's really, I ask the question of what do I need to know today or how shall you have me be master's teachers and loved ones? Um, if I'm really like feeling a challenge with something, um, I will ask for guidance. And sometimes if it's too emotional, then I, I can't quite do it, it's harder. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'll pull cards. Um, and then I'll journal, I'll, I'll see what comes through. Cause oftentimes then it'll come through. Yeah. Um, then, uh, like, so that's been really helpful set the tone of my day. Nice. And then as, and like, I'll, I'll also share that I've gone on in the spiritual journey to go into shamanic as well. So I'm a shamanic practitioner. Uh, I've completed two years of it and I also speak light language. So I don't know how I forgot to speak about that part, but <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> so anyway, um, so the beautiful thing about opening the records is the guides really allow me to shine my gifts fully mm -hmm. in the records. So when I'm business coaching my clients, you know, maybe psychologist Roz comes in, somatic healer Roz comes in, yeah. or life coaching or business coaching. Yeah. Um, you know, light language clearings and activation. So just whatever is feeling called forward, it gets to come through. And I find that I'm not, we'll say, what's the word? Thinking and heady. Yeah. I mean, it's been a process anyway to drop more and more of ego and my whole purpose is be, do and have, like really like let yourself come through. Yeah. And I trust myself so much more, Dee. It's sometimes, oh my God, this is hilarious. Sometimes what comes through, I'm like, I am so sorry. I had to apologize to a client and she's actually, um, uh, uh, she's learning the cross checks with you. So <laughs> I said, this one wants to come through really harsh and I sound like a bitch. I'm so sorry. She was laughing because she also understood that. <laughs> she's like all good because that happened to me the other day with a client too where she was like I'm sorry but like this is coming out through really blunt and she could take it I was like all right you know but it's so cool because he, people know that it's it's being channeled and they don't take it personally which is cool but what comes through is so much magic and then the the guidance that comes through um where it gets to come into the alchemy of my background and my education my other gifts right just coming through i can't even describe the magic that happens in it is magic like, you know moly. yeah it is it's so magical and and i want to reach out to the listeners out there if if the akashic records keeps coming up for you if if it keeps you know people keep bringing it up there's a reason lean into that be curious about it there's books you can get out there in fact you know i love the book mm. by linda howe linda howe um is where i learned my program from and was certified originally and she's got a book how to read the akashic records so you know you can take a course because it will help but you know the books are there too that teach you everything so this is information that is here for you and as ross speaks about it you can tell how much it's transformed her life and you don't have to go into the records every day, just like you don't have to meditate and you don't have to work out. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but there's an invitation on the table. Mm -hmm. And when you start to use this as a consistent practice, it amplifies so much. One of the biggest things that the Akashic Records will do for you is it will amplify, mm. meaning that you will get what you want faster. So it's a manifester, um, meaning that your gifts will come to the surface much more easily and much more readily for you. Um, I know that the more work I do in the records, the more downloads I get, the more downloads I get, the more information I share, et cetera, et cetera. So it creates this beautiful waterfall of possibility for us. And the other piece you mentioned there, Roz, was trust. You now can trust yourself. And that's the other piece of what the records does is it helps us to build our confidence and build our trust in our own abilities. We have this incredible inner technology, but we yes. are so squashed down, you know, with, you know, whatever, whatever societal conditioning that says you can't do those things. You're not capable of that. I remember um, watching John Edwards, uh, a medium who used to be on TV. I don't know if you remember that show. but No, would, I don't actually. He would get a live audience and he would channel loved ones for people. So he'd say, okay, I've got a guy, I think it's like Bob or Brad, and he had a heart attack. And then someone in the audience would be like, oh my God, that's our dad. And then he would like connect them. And I remember watching that show and being like, man, I wish I could do what this guy does. Like, how does he do that? Like, is this... He's, there's got to be something to this. You know, we all have the abilities. Now, some of us have different strengths than others. Yours happens to be this beautiful pathway of outward communication and expression with this amazing confidence that shines brightly. So that's an undertone that shows up for you. But even more than that, Roz, you know, these mediumship gifts, the light language gifts, like you've yeah. got all of these incredible gifts. But what happened when you started working in the records, they became amplified, amplified. Wow. Like they were powerful before the light language was powerful before with activations, but like opening the records just gives you this, or at least gives me this new level of information. Like recently, like literally just got a message from a client just before our podcast interview here. And I just did a session with her. She's a business coaching client. And we had talks about somebody coming in and supporting her in um, her business in a financial way. And so I said, so I just said, be open to that. And it happened already. She like, it just happened right after. And then she already told me about how it went. Like she's already taken action. It's, it's already complete and done. I'm like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> and you probably get messages like this too, do you, right? Like I do. you give the yeah. guidance. I mean, I could not have pulled that out of my logical brain, seriously, because nope. I didn't know anything about that field. I was yeah. just like, okay, this is what is being guided. And um, and that's what the beautiful thing about even that me tuning into my, like I did a business coaching call with a client this morning. I don't know her community at all, but knowing her and then feeling into her energy field, I said, it feels like your people are like this, and this is what they're needing from you because this is who you are. And she's like, oh my God she's had lots of mentors and I'm no way saying, you know, that I'm better than any, but the Akashics is what supported her. That's what I'm trying to say. So yeah. she's like, I've never had anyone nail it this way. Like I've never had a mentor nail it this way and say it this way and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was just like, this is awesome. But yeah, that's the power because power. I probably couldn't have pulled that out yeah. from just, you know, sure. My intuition would have been 
good, but like it's not this good when um, versus being a Nakashik. So let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I I like to just consider myself a conduit. You know, I think yeah, that's really what it is. Nakashiks are doing the work. We're just the conduit. Exactly. You know, and I, I don't even want to use the word just because we are the conduits and that's a great, that's right. we all have that ability, but we all can do it. And that's what I think a lot of people get stuck on is like, oh, well, that person can do it. That person can do it, but I'm not capable of. And the truth is that if you choose it, if you want it, you are more than capable of it. And I want that to be a, a standing message for today. But I did talk about this idea of, you know, expectation people pleasing mm -hmm. so I'm actually going to switch us into that because awesome. you know I really want to leave today knowing that our listeners are getting some golden nuggets to take from so I don't know about you Roz but I am like chronic people pleaser and I think you are getting better at this as you yeah. go but yeah. I think you can relate to this too right totally it's that sense of like you really want to like to do a good job and you really want people to take away the value that you know you can provide but sometimes we were just talking about this right i felt like oh d i totally bombed that guest speaking spot yesterday like i was <laughs> just not you know and i had to really unpack that um and so yeah i would say there's probably a sense of still seek i'm like oh that's where the medicine is because this is feeling pretty strong but seeking validation outside of myself yeah. and i'm like mm, okay that's where it is and that's how it's showing up right now so it's really interesting because one of the things you know that shows up for me around you know carrying guilt and shame when mm -hmm. i don't show up the way someone expected me or i expected to show up and so you had an experience last night you spoke at an event and it was found out that you didn't really deliver on what they thought they were getting. There was maybe right. a little miscommunication or whatever, but yeah. that's beside the point. The point is that you felt really bad and it took you a lot to process. So mm -hmm. I want to speak about this too in a little bit different of a way. Absolutely. And this is the way in which we tend to carry these, these feelings of feeling guilty or shame. And mm -hmm. I would suspect that there was a bit of shame in you not showing up the way that she maybe thought. Is that yeah. fair to say? So, and I put a lot of pressure on myself too, because this yes. was somebody who's prominent and yes. it's almost okay. like I need to make sure I'd like make her like support her audience and give yes. value and impress. Yeah, for sure. Yep. I totally get it. And you know, it reminds me when I was younger, I was helping a friend um, whose parents owned a little like office supply shop. And so we were working in the back, you know, getting flyers ready and stuff. And at one point she had left to go do something else. And I thought, oh, I'm going to hide around a corner and I'm going to surprise her when she comes back, you know? And so I go hide around the corner and I'm waiting and anticipating. And I jump out when I hear footsteps. It's not her. It's her father. And I scare the living bejesus out of her father. And so he gets startled and I am mortified. I'm feeling so guilty because I wasn't busy doing the work that they had hired me to do. And I was playing around, you know, thinking I was just making it lighthearted, but that tormented me for years. You know, I was all of 12 years old, but that stayed with me. I was so mortified and nothing I could do to, could really make up for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I felt like no matter what I did, I still felt this great sense of shame. Yeah. Shame that I wasn't showing up the way that I had been expected to. Right. Yeah. 
-hmm. And so it had impacted me because I took work really seriously. I wasn't having fun in the workplace because I thought, oh, I better keep my, you know what I mean? It impacted me in all these different ways. But what I want to bring to the surface is this idea that when we feel bad about something, about something we did or didn't do, that would be the definition of guilt, right? We feel guilty for something we did do that we shouldn't have or not doing something that we should have, right? And so it's this opportunity for us to look at and say, okay, is this healthy guilt? Is this good guilt? And if I do something to increase value for this person that I disappointed or the people I disappointed, does it go away? And Mm. so there's an invitation on the table to say, okay, what could you do that would allow you to feel better about that experience? And maybe it's gifting her a free session, Mm -hmm. you know, one-on-one and just saying, hey, I want to show you the power of this individually here's a gift for you, or here's a gift for your members, you know, in making sure that there's added value. And you might've done that already, but that is one of the steps that I take when I notice myself feeling that guilt because I didn't do something or I did do something I shouldn't have. Then I look at it and say, okay, can I fix this? Can I, is there anything that I can do that would deliver that value? And so if I show up in that way, oftentimes that guilt will go away. If it doesn't, then that's our bad guilt. And that gives us an opportunity to look at that guilt and not to see that guilt as a bad thing, but to see it as an opportunity for more learning. And so mm-hmm. now, you know, and you had already mentioned, like you're taking it in and you're, you know, what, what are you going to do differently next time? How are you going to integrate it? You're winning, Because you're taking that experience and saying, oh, that didn't go quite the way I wanted to. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I feel like I let myself down or someone else down rather than sitting in that guilt and letting that turn into this shame that impacts all these other layers of your life. You have the opportunity to say, okay, I'm looking at that. What do I need to know for next time? How do I adjust it? What are the things that I can do to be better for it? Absolutely. As soon as we do that, and I mean, you can do that, obviously, whether it's good guilt or bad guilt, and I encourage that, but particularly if it's bad guilt and it's not going away once you've already rectified or done something to add value, we can, again, befriend that guilt and say, what else do I need to know? What is this really about? And sometimes it's even about old lifetimes that oh my gosh, that's <laughs> that right. aren't even from this lifetime and yet we're carrying it or it's limited beliefs that were embedded upon us from our ancestors and that sort of thing. So it gives us this opportunity again to alchemize that energy. So I wanted to just bring that to the surface because I love that. I it's love something that. that has just been showing up so much for me. Can I add a piece to this? Because I love love what you're sharing, um, Dee, and I just want to even unpack it a little bit more that what guilt is, is simply a belief not matching a behavior. Ah, That's it. Yeah, I love that. And and shame is different than guilt. So shame is the belief that I'm a bad person. And so when we really unpack that, Um, difference and then look at specifically guilt so for me if we were just to take the example from yesterday if I look at my belief and my behavior so you know I showed up and I delivered in what what I believed the host and I had discussed and and so I delivered however what happened was the host 
she actually thought I was doing a group Akashic reading <laughs> and pulling cards and stuff. But I was coming in to do a presentation, which is very different. And I happen to want to speak a little bit about the power of the Akashic Records and how that will help you get more bold and unapologetic in your visibility. So there was a total miscommunication about how it was going to be delivered. So, <laughs> so anyways, the behavior clearly was different than each of our beliefs. Yeah. So she took accountability, which is beautiful. And I took accountability for my part of it and whatever the miscommunication is, because it's a co-creation. And as soon as that happened, that started, that helps dissolve some of the guilt yeah. or the, the, you know, sense of like, oh, sh like disappointment. That's really what it was for yeah. me. Was, yeah. I felt disappointed. That I didn't hit the mark. I didn't nail it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and I also was clear that this was happening for me and that there's, you know, no, I'm not going to let myself sit in the, the shit. I'm going to look at that and go, this is still a mirror. Because what also happened at the same time, I'll tell you how much this took over me, was I saw another message and somebody messaged me and said, I'm going to sign up for your high ticket group coaching program. I was like, wow, that's my 10K program. Yeah. But this is what happened in my mind, to be honest. I'm like, I couldn't be as excited as I normally was because I was overshadowed by this, ah. this disappointment yeah and so i really had to use that as a mirror and be like yo Roz, you just got an amazing new soulmate client and you can't be happy because you're disappointed from this is taking over like there is a mirror and there's more medicine there to for me to, to yeah. lead in and that's really what it is right i don't think yeah. things are good or bad unless there's harm involved then that's bad but this is a mirror and so going okay how can i love how you said alchemize this yeah. by looking at what's a medicine here what do i what's this actually what's at the root of this and what's the thoughts behind the feelings yeah why am i feeling so disappointed i think this is so powerful because we can take all of these low vibration energy and how we treat them is yeah. the same whether it's guilt or shame whether it's disappointment whether it's anger whether whatever it might be any energy is there to show us something yeah. When our body has a pain in it, it's a, it's a response to something that's amiss, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. the emotional pain that we experience is an indicator, ding, 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 the lights are going off. Okay. Yeah. Something's out of alignment. Something needs to be adjusted here. And so it gives us this opportunity to look at that and say, ah, okay, what yes. is this really about? What can I learn from it and leverage it to move on? So I know that time is going way too fast. I wish we had like, a <laughs> but I do want, I do want to leave the audience with some, some tips. And so somebody who's going on and, and I want to talk, I, I want to use your story as kind mm -hmm. of the, the launch pad, because yeah. you had an experience where you were rejecting spirit, where it was like feeling really scary. It was really intimidating. Horrifying. Yeah. And you recognized that there was a, you know, experience as a child in which you were a little <laughs> traumatized by it, which is understandable. What can you give in terms of advice for people who are maybe, you know, they want to lean in, but they're just not sure where to go or they're not sure what to do. You know, what are some things that maybe helped you along the way that you might want? Mm, I love that. Ooh. I'm just trying to think about, you know, um, how I started to get more brave 
because I was so scared to see a psychic. Mm. And I think it was because I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to tell me something bad. Um, and when I learned that they couldn't, they don't tell you bad things. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So for my 30th birthday, I went to go see a psychic. And I'm trying to remember if at this time um, I had been hanging around people who were more opened. Kind of. That's right. Yeah. So Lynn, the psychologist, she yeah. actually was one of the first people to start telling me about, you know, her intuition and opening it up and just seeing different possibilities. So she was a, actually a huge influence. So having somebody in my circle. So what I would say is join, you know, circles where there might be more energy work or join courses. I would highly recommend Deanne's Akasha Records. <laughs> life-changing <laughs> i send people to you Deanna. it's just so amazing to see how they've opened up their self-trust and their intuition and now we can leave like <laughs> it's just so much fun right um but once you hang around people who are in this you know who normalize spirituality not from a place of like because i know there's some people who are always like oh my god it's a cult not that place but from a place of you know, we, we are learning to, to look at ourselves from a different lens, from the lens of love, from a lens of compassion, from a lens of um, spirit. Yeah. And in order, at least for me, I prefer live interactions and being in the energy of um, facilitation. Yeah. Uh, I like reading, but it doesn't do enough for me. Yeah. I personally love live and live mentorship live moon circles you know uh full moon circles things like that and then i just lean into where that guidance is you start talking to people you start hearing about oh they do astrology they do this they do that and then i'll feel into what that feels like for me do, do i want to learn more about that so i would encourage you my audience to also start noticing what you your you keep hearing so deanna said if you've been listening if you've been hearing Akashic Records for a while, and, and that might be the sign to just go check it out, you know, or if it's astrology or if it's numerology or whatever that is, Reiki, um, lean into that because those are signs from spirit to say, here's your breadcrumb to move you into where you're supposed to go. Yes. So I love that, you know, you mentioned finding people that are already into this sort of stuff. You know, if you don't know where to look, yeah. you know, there's a lot of different groups. Obviously, a podcast like this will lead you uh, down a trail as well. Um, you know, there's different groups yeah. out there and there's tons of them. Lean in, you know, try them out, feel it out. Uh, and, you know, you mentioned notice what you're noticing. You know, I'm a big believer in notice what you're noticing, right? Yes. Notice what is showing up for you consistently. Absolutely. It changes the game. So, you know, when we think about this, there's, there's so many things that we really can do, but I think that the universe, God is speaking to us. And so yeah. it's an invitation for us to lean in and to be curious and to reach out to people that can allow you to feel safe as you go the path. So I think that's a really valid and beautiful point to make. Roslyn, we're out of time, but I would love any final words, anything that you really feel compelled to share, 
And then, you know, I know that you've got so many amazing programs for people. I know a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs as well. Can you just drop a little seed and a call to action for us? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll do that first and then I'll, I'll speak the last message. Um, so I have multiple ways in how you can get connected with me. I'll share my freebie. It's how to boldly and unapologetically market your coaching business and attracts your full body. Yes. Clients. Uh, I think D you'll have the link in the show notes, right? That's right. Um, and I'm, I love social media. So you can find me on Instagram, bold, sexy warrior and, uh, Rosalind Fung on Facebook, Rosalind Fung coaching, bold, sexy warrior. Can I just add to that? You are inspiration for me because I am not a social media gal. You don't see me a lot on social media. Uh, And it's, it's not because I don't appreciate it or value it. Um, There are certain things that resonate for me, certain things that don't. But when Mm -hmm. I see a post from Rosalyn, I'm always inspired to allow myself to be seen even more on social so oh, thank, thank you, inspiration. Yeah, I wanted to share that. <laughs> you know, and that's really I'm here to to inspire others and to catalyze others to be more bold, their version of bold. Every one of us has our own energy signature. You can be. I know somebody. Okay, it's coming through. Somebody's like, yeah, but I'm shy. I'm an introverted. That doesn't mean you can't be your version of bold. Yeah. This is not a competition. It's about your energy that introduces you. And so it's not about that energy of look at me, look at me, that's ego. This is more about I am in my power and I have a message to share. And I feel so called to share right now because when we're really connected with source, we're gonna show up and we're gonna share that message. It's no longer about, oh, how do I look on camera? What do I say? I'm freezing. You just let it come through. Yeah. And you trust whatever it is coming through is coming through. And the beautiful thing is your audience, your people, and clients are everywhere. They're not just on social media. Yeah. You know, you go to a grocery store and somebody's attracted to you, right? right? So it's like it's more about how you're you show up in your energy and your energy introduces your, you and there's going to be people who are feeling called to come in and then there's going to be people that where you repel all good because yeah. <laughs> it's not personal it is it's, it's energy it is all good and you know i think that's been big for me because sometimes i go to put something on social and i'm like oh people are going to think that i'm bragging or they're going to think it's evil yeah. and then i get reminded what did rosin post last week you know and <laughs> And, and I it, love you. <laughs> it really, I'm serious though. It helps me so much because I'm like, you know, if Rosalind can do it, I can do it in my own way as well. And so yeah. it does help me because yeah. I resist posting because I don't want people to think I'm bragging. I have, I'm having all sorts of wonderful success and yes. I'm not posting it out there. But then I see Rosalind and she's like, oh, this person signed up for my course. I'm like, well, I had people sign up for my course. Why didn't I put my post up there? Do you know what I mean? So it's a very interesting dynamic. And I want you to know that even if people are looking at you and saying, oh, she's full of ego and she's bragging Mm -hmm. that for those of us who it inspires, it is so worth it. Can I also say, Dee, that confidence looks like bragging to the insecure? Ah, brilliant. Right. So what I'm doing, because I'm coming from the energy of I am celebrating this client 
who just said yes to their dreams. Like they're not saying yes to me. First and foremost, yeah. they're saying yes to your dreams. Themselves. Why would I not celebrate this person? This yeah. is freaking amazing. Yeah. I mean, obviously it matters on the niche. If you're a psychologist, you can't do that. Right. But you can definitely celebrate your the transformations you support your clients yeah. in. Yeah. And so I think we're in, and I really had to learn that myself, right? Yeah. Being coming from a mental health field, to looking at the coaching field and it's very different and i just you can probably tell those of you who have not really been uh, i might be new to you you can tell i celebrate a lot i laugh a lot i come from joy and so <laughs> so that's the energy i i come from when i'm posting i'm like yeah i'm celebrating but i also come from vulnerability and it's a good balance too like the humanizing part is really important that i show up as who i am and my vulnerability, we just talked about how I feel like I effed up last night, yeah. you know, and this guest speaking thing, because that's real. So people yeah. need to see that we're human. And even though we're, you know, channeling source and everything, we still go through human experiences and yeah. people need to know that. So it's balancing that out and people yeah. know that it's coming from a place of joy and love and truth. Yeah. And, and, you know, the reality is that people will judge based on yep. whatever is going on that. for them. No matter what we post out there, we could post the nicest thing out there and someone's still gonna be like, oh my God, you know? <laughs> so it's coming to this point of recognizing that that's okay, accepting yeah. that that's okay and being willing to celebrate anyway. So thank you for that. I'm so glad we went there. You still have final words though. So final oh, words. I thought that was my final words. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> I thought, I was like, oh, we're going over here. That's fine. But can I say that, because I know that with lightworkers and healers, um, coaches even, that there is this gun shyness. And I, I know that's why a lot of people hire me is because they look at me and they're like, I want what you have. I want that kind of confidence. I literally had a client hire me because she's like, you wear a Wonder Woman outfit on stage and you don't give it F. <laughs> she's like, I want that. So, um, but people have hired me. So I want you guys to hear this out. I always say, if you aren't showing up boldly enough in your message, because you're, you're worried about, you were trying to people please people, that's not your purpose. People pleasing is not your purpose. But when you really get out of your own way and let the message come through aligned with your branding, your uh, purpose, what's going to happen is you're going to polarize people. Yeah. And people, that's why people like, that's why I know there's going to be some people who might be triggered by me. And I actually have more than a handful of clients who tell me, Roz, you used to trigger me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, when? And it'll be a time they, they didn't really know me, yeah. but they'll say, you know, it's because I see what you created for yourself and I wanted that for myself and I wasn't doing those things. Yeah. Um, one client hired me because I embraced my sensuality, my sexuality very, very comfortably and very openly. And she knew that was her shadow. So she mm -hmm. did not hesitate to hire me. Like <laughs> this is somebody who has radical personal accountability. That is and awesome. So, you know, it's nothing's ever personal. So I just want to say to the audience that there's no point in um, putting so much energy in worrying about what other people think of you. Yes, it there is that that happens. It happens for me too. But we have to remember at the end of the day when we fully show up in who we truly are in aligned with our purpose and we share what we need to share with 
the world, your people are going to start coming and wanting to lean in. Yes. Whether it's in your personal life. I have lots of people who are like, I've never felt so uplifted being in your community, Roz. And this is my personal life. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, that's, that's really important too. having, I think relationships are everything. I value relationships to a core in both life and business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they are so very important. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we might have to have a part two at this, at this, <laughs> let's do it ever and ever. Uh, but we're going to wrap it up. So, you know, folks, I hope that you received so much out of today, some golden nuggets. I hope you feel inspired by the stories Rosalind shared. She's got the gift. It's in the show notes for you. Take full advantage of it. She is giving her magic away here. So I really encourage you to take advantage of that. Rosalind, you're a gem. I love you. Thank you so much for being on the love show. You, Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Until next time. Next with me. I would love to hear your takeaways from this episode. Beautiful. Bye for now. So happy you could join us today. And we hope that you found comfort and inspiration with wherever you are at right now. If you feel you received a gift in today's message, please pass that gift along to a loved one by sharing this episode with them. To continue this conversation, please join me at rosehope.ca and when you do, be sure to access your free gift by signing up for the When Spirit Calls newsletter. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again soon.